Welcome to the 58 West King Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Tony Cosentino. This is episode 51, and today I'm joined by Nate's best friend, Matt Graham. Hello, hi, etc. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. First thing, did you avoid the injured reserve this weekend? Because after Sunday, my hammies were a little bit sore. So I was able to, uh, I was able to get out scot-free in life and also fantasy football. I did not win my week, but I didn't have any players go down to injury, so I'm going to say that I won my week. Okay, that's a good thing. Are you ready to talk NFL scores? Yeah, let's do this thing, man. Let's do it. And let's run through, starting off with the Thursday game, Bengals at the Browns in what was hyped up to be like a Joe Burrow saying F you to Baker Mayfield and Baker Mayfield saying F you back. Turns out both were fake. I know the Burrow comment was fake. The Baker one probably was real. Either way, Browns win 35-30. to 30. Burrow, though, 316 yards for three TDs. I believe he had 61 pass attempts, so might be somebody to have on your radar. It's all I'm saying. Uh, Baker Mayfield, 219 yards, two TDs, and interception. Um, but the big news here, Chubb and Hunt both had two touchdowns. Uh, Hunt had one on the ground and one through the air. So if you got either of those guys, you're really happy about what you're seeing. It was the Bengals, but, you know. Still good to see going down the road. All right, next we have Lions the Packers. And a no surprise here, Packers win 42-21. to 21. Uh, Rogers throws another couple tuds. Stafford had two TDs, interception. Um, Adrian Peterson, seven carries for 41 yards. If I could turn back time. Next, Jaguars at the Titans. Jaguars lose 30-33, to 33, in which was another exciting game. Um, this was on early. I switched over from the Eagles game to watch the Jaguars-Titans game. It's just fun watching Minshew play. I mean, he's one and one so far this season, but it's just fun watching them. They're a well-coached team playing well beyond expectations. He looks good so far. He looks really good. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have the Vikings at the Colts. Yeah, the Vikings might be a little bit of a mess. I mean, I can't talk because I'm an Eagles fan, but uh, the Vikings and the Eagles can both be messes, and that's kind of what's going on. Uh, Cousins did not like that. He threw three interceptions. Uh, Cook had a good game, still got you a touchdown, so you're happy with that. Colts out of things, Rivers had 214 yards of TD and a pick. Pittman, four for 37. Mo Alley-Cox, one of the most fun tight end names to say, uh, five for 111 yards, which is huge. Uh, next game, Bills at the Dolphins, 31 to 28, which is a barn burner. <laughs> Allen, 417 yards, four TDs. You drafted him high. You're feeling good about yourself. Uh, Fitzpatrick threw for 328 yards and two touchdowns. I still think that uh, two a time is coming. Uh, and then Gusecki finally had that breakout game that you were looking for. If you're Ryan Gusecki, 130 yards and a touchdown. Next up, we have Rams at the Eagles. Not a whole lot to say here. The Rams continue to dominate. Goff had 267 yards, three touchdowns. And another Rams running back stole the show. So Backfield is a mess. <laughs> he's still my waiver budget. He's still my fab. Henderson had 12 carries for 81 yards and a touchdown. Uh, this was a Cooper Cup game, not a Robert Woods game. Cup went off. Uh, and then more so, Higby finally had that breakout game that you were hoping to get in week one. He had three touchdowns. Um, in my other league, I – so I'm an Eagles fan who had quite a few Eagles players on my team. I played a Rams fan who had quite a few Rams players on his team, and that would be Jared Goff and Tyler Higby. I got demolished. Uh, next up, we have the Broncos at the Steelers. Steelers edging this one out 26-21. to uh, Big news here is Drew Locke goes down for who knows how long. He will be reevaluated another two weeks. I'm guessing at least a month, probably longer. In the meantime, Driscoll put up a – Valiant effort, 256 yards and two touchdowns, including a pick. Cortland Sutton, three for 66. Cortland Sutton also tore his ACL. He did. He did. And uh, Drew Locke is out long enough for them to sign Blake Bortles for what it's worth. Well, they're going all the way now. That's how that works. <laughs> Blake Bortles takes – maybe he takes a step forward this year. I don't, I don't know. Mm. 
I don't think so. Uh, Steelers, Big Ben, 311 yards, two touchdowns. Connor, 16 for 106 in a TD. He righted that ship really fast. And then Johnson, 8 for 92 in a touchdown. Uh, big showing from Deontay Johnson. Moving on, in which is a game that the 49ers won. Let's be very clear. They won 31 to 13. However, they won on the scoreboard. And the 49ers doctor staff, who gets paid per diem, also won because they lost Garoppolo, Bosa, Mostert, Coleman, um, Jordan Reed, seven for 50 and two touchdowns, zero concussions. Huge stat line for him. Moving on to the Jets. Nice. Uh, Darnold, 179 yards and a touchdown. Even with Nick Bosa out the game, he's still Gore. Here's the big news, guys. Frank Gore had 21 carries in week two of the 2020 season. What are we doing? He amassed all of the whole 63 yards and no touchdowns. Uh, and Herndon, one for five. Ouch. Uh, moving on, we got the Panthers at the Bear at the Bucks. Uh, 31 to 17 in favor of the Bucks. Uh, Brady, 217 yards, a TD interception. Again, it's kind of hard to gauge him. He really hasn't had Evans and Godwin on the field at the same time. Um, Leonard Fournette sold the show for the sold the backfield, I should say. 12 carries for 103 yards and two touchdowns. And as someone who has Leonard Fournette on both of his teams, let's go. I'm really glad it was Week Three and not like Week Ten. Uh, for the Panthers, Bridgewater, 367 yards, two interceptions, no touchdowns. CMC, 18 for 59 and two touchdowns. However. He's injured. We don't know how long he's going to be out as of right now. I uh, guess is at least a week or two. High ankle sprain, four to six. Four to six. High ankle sprain, four to six. Fire up Mike Davis. Next man up. Moving on, we have the Washington football team at the Arizona Cardinals. Washington football team loses 30 to 15. Haskins, 223 yards in a TD. And the Corrin, seven for 125 in a TD, which was good. Uh, looking over at the Cardinals, Murray, 286 yards, a TD, and a pick. Drake, 20 carries, 36 yards. Hopkins, Eight catches for 68 yards, a touchdown. Um, nothing crazy, but very good scoring games. Definitely didn't get you in the low tens. Uh, so probably a really safe floor for me from that staff. Moving on, Chiefs at the Chargers. Chiefs win 23-20, to in which was a game that wasn't supposed to be as close as it was. And then pretty much at coin toss, Tyrod Taylor was a scratch. Um, Justin Herbert took over as a starting quarterback. And, man, did he uh, – he came out gunning, man. 311 yards, a TD, and a pick. Eckler, 16 for 93. Allen, 7 for 96. Hunter Henry, 6 for 83. Also, Joshua Kelly, the rookie guy. He had 23 carries this week, so that's huge for that rookie out of UCLA. Uh, Mahomes, 302 yards and two touchdowns. Also ran for 54 yards, which is nice. Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, 10 for 38. The rookie came down a little bit in week two from his week one explosion. Uh, Tyreek Hill, though, 5 for 99 and a touchdown. Kelsey, 9 for 90 and a touchdown. So exactly what you're expecting out of those guys. Moving over, Ravens at the Texans. Ravens dominate 33 to 16. No surprise here. 204 yards out of Jackson with the touchdown. Benjamin, Benjamin Watson. <laughs> Flashback. Sean Watson, 275 yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Uh, David Johnson had 11 carries for 34 yards. Ouch. Definitely did not have Hopkins production. So it's going to carry him every week in and week out. Hollywood Brown and Mark Andrews both had pedestrian efforts. So a lot of, a lot of no-name guys showing up for both teams there. Uh, moving on, in which was a Sunday night game, in which was a, just an amazing game. Just a, just a great game in which the Patriots ran at the last play of the game and knocked it in the end zone. If you flash back to their Super Bowl meeting, obviously the Seahawks threw it in the red zone and threw interception. So definitely some, some comparisons there. Um, but our man, Mr. Unlimited, let Russ cook. 288 yards with five touchdowns and one pick. He also ran for 39 yards. Chris Carson, 17 for 72. Metcalf, 92 with a touchdown. 
And like that touchdown he had was just beautiful over Stephon Gilmore. Just a oh, just a great play. And then Tyler Lockett had 67 for touchdown. Um, and then a bunch of other guys had touchdowns, uh, three others. So Patriots Cam did well, 397 yards throwing, had a touchdown interception. He also ran for 47 yards and two touchdowns. So if you took a flyer on Cam Newton, say the last round, or maybe even got him off waivers, you're just you like have a top five quarterback almost every week so far, which is I'm happy for Cam. I'm not happy for the Patriots, but if I have to choose, I'm happy for Cam. It's weird. I'm kind of rooting for New England, which this is unheard of. I definitely would rather root for New England than the Buccaneers. I would rather root yeah. against Brady, but I mean... That's where I'm at. Yeah, we've come full circle. Oh, what a year 2020 has been. <laughs> uh, and then Monday Night Shocker in that brand new stadium in Vegas, we got Saints losing to the Raiders 34-24. to uh, Breeze, 312 yards with one touchdown interception. His average depth of target was negative 14 yards. <laughs> That's not true stat. Michael Thomas out, obviously, so that's going to impact things. I, I think my favorite meme I saw this week was, man, it's really a bummer Drew Brees doesn't have Michael Thomas to catch the ball four years downfield and break it for a touchdown. Um, rough go. On the other side of the ball, though, we have Carr, 282 yards with three touchdowns. Uh, Josh Jacobs ran 27 times, only picked up 88 yards, but still the volume is there. Uh, and then Walter had Darren Waller, 12 for 103 and a touchdown. Camara did get you two TDs, so if you're a Camara owner, you're still happy even though they lost. Those are the Week 2 NFL scores. Yeah, Week 2 was fantastic if you just ignore the injuries. It was a fun week of football, fun week of fantasy. Hopefully people weren't too impacted by a lot of those injuries. Not good to see that. Uh, thanks for the recap there, Matt. Yes, sir. Moving on to our Week 2 League recap, our first matchup was between the Banana Stand and Big Old TDs. So my team here going up against Trey Excuse me. I won this one 135 to 116. Our overall series is at five to one in my favor. This was our third matchup so far this year across all the leagues we played together, and I've won all of them. Nice. Suck it, Trey. (laughs) There's some regression coming, and I'm not looking forward to it at all. Trey had big days from Kyler Murray, Calvin Ridley, and Jonathan Taylor. But if you look at my team, solid across the board with only one or two spots not reaching double digits. Next matchup was two girlies, one cup going against Otter Job. So Brandon taking on Albert. Albert took this one 161 to 149 and expanded his series lead over Brandon to four games to one. This was a high scoring affair and Brandon left a lot of points on the bench. Connor with 21 and Hurst with 15. Either of those guys in one of his flex spots gives him the win. I feel partially responsible because we were messaging before kickoff Sunday and I think I talked him into starting Scotty Miller. Looking back at it, probably a terrible idea. Ouch, Tom. Yeah, Miller left his game after recording a single catch with an injury. Sorry, Brandon. Ouch, Tom. Population, you bro. Our third matchup was between Dak That Pass Up and Peeping Tomlinson, Josh Callis, and Julian Navarro. Josh won this one, walking away 160 to 127, and runs his series lead over Julian to three games to one. Outside of Aaron Jones for Julian, his team was very pedestrian, while Josh's team had big days from the aforementioned Mr. Unlimited, Nick Chubb, Tyler Higby, and James Robinson. Josh has to be walking on cloud nine right now. Do you have anything to bring him back down a little bit there, Matt? No, he's doing well. Cowboys spotted the Falcons 40 points, still won their game, so we got that. He had a good weekend in football, so I'm very happy for him. Fair enough. I'm trying to stir the pot. It's not working. Ah. All right. Julian commented on his loss, stating, much like my failed marriage, the culprit was a faulty hamstring. Thanks, Devontae Adams, you son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Julian followed that up with, I did get a finger in my butt, though, so I wouldn't call this week a total loss. End quote. (laughs) I also received a message from Josh. He said, this is my year, exclamation point. For years, you all laughed at me. 
You sat there in high places looking down on me. Well, there's a reckoning coming, and you and your little friends better bat down the hatches. I'm playing for keeps this time, exclamation point. End quote. Josh later admitted he was drunk when he sent that. He said, I'm playing for keeps this time. What he meant to say is I'm playing because I paid this time. Oh, that's good. There you go. Thank you. Thank you for giving me the comment I was looking for earlier. The next matchup was a real snooze fest in Glorious Baz Turds versus the Vinegar Strokes. So Jason, our only two-time champ, taking on Nate, the champion in his own right. Nate got the W83 to 75. Not good. Jason saw Barkley go down with what appeared to be an elbow injury early in that game. And then on the next play he was in, suffered a devastating knee injury, obviously done for the season. Jason also got the goose egg from Fuller, a no-show from Naeem Hines, and then not much else. Nate would have lost to every single other team this week, but big win nonetheless, avoiding the 0-2 start. The series between Jason and Nate goes to 3-3 after this matchup. Rather be lucky than good. Exactly. Our fifth matchup was between Ah Yukin and Tinker Stinkers, Eric Pollock versus our defending champ, Wayne Henry. This one was a close matchup, and Smoothie was a touchdown away from winning this one with Josh Jacobs going on Monday night. Go figure, this was the game. The fullback Ingold and wide receiver Zay Jones each get a touchdown. Dak put Wayne's team on his back and put up 44, giving this one to the Stinkers. Wayne takes a 2-1 series lead over Smoothie with the win. Our final matchup was between the Kokomish, Boner Jams 03, and Victoria's Secret. Victorious indeed. Allen did just enough Monday night with Jared Cook going while Matt had Jalen Richard. Matt maintains a 7-5 series lead, though. Taking a look at our standings in the Axis of Evil division, Wayne and myself are at the top sitting at 2-0. Albert and Smoothie are 3rd and 4th at 1-1, and and Brandon and Trey are in 5th and 6th at 0-2. This division is stacked. If you weren't paying attention, just luck of the draw. In the Allies division, Josh and Allen are 2-0 up top. Matt and Nate are in 3rd and 4th at 1-1. And Julian and Jason are bringing up the rear there at 0-2. Fantastic week two. Before we get into our week three preview, though, let's take a quick break. Welcome back. Week two is in the books. Let's take a look at our week three matchups. All right. First up, we have the Banana Stand 2-0, currently in fourth place overall. Taking on Otter Job 1-1, right behind him as the fifth seed. Should be a good one. Projected score in favor of the Banana Stand, 119-114. to Next up, we have two girlies, one cup, zero wins. Take on Ayukin, one and one, and sixth and ninth place, respectively. Yahoo's got Ayukin winning 100 to 92. Next up, we have big old Schleister TDs, currently 0 and 2 in 11th place, going up against Tinker Stinkers in second place with a 2 and 0 lead. Yahoo has Tinker Stinkers edging out Trey by about seven points. Next up, we got Dak that pass up, 2 and 0 against the Vinegar Strokes, one and one. Both have been my best friends at one point in time and might not like each other that much. Grudge match. Uh, Yahoo's got the vinegar strokes currently edging out Dak that pass up. 117 to 112. Next up, we have the Inglorious Pastors. 0-2 taking on Victoria's Secret 2-0. 12th versus 3rd. Who's going to win? Yahoo thinks it's Victoria's Secret by a hefty margin. And last one for the week, we have Peeping Tomlinson at 0-2. Currently in 10th place going up against Yours truly, Boner Jams 03, who's one and one and seventh place. I am, uh, you know, they think I'm going to lose. I'm going to lose by about 15 points, give or take. So there's your week two previews. Waivers are coming up. All right, we're doing good things across a few of our leagues. Please continue to support the show by hitting the subscribe button. It will help get these episodes to your smartphone auto-magically. You can also check out Nate's show, the Taco Court Fantasy Football Podcast, and our Champions Dynasty Podcast. If you weren't aware, we have a Champions League that's made up of the top three active managers of all time out of this league, Nate's League, Taco Corp, and two other highly competitive leagues. 
Wayne, Trey, and myself represent 58 West King in that one. So tune in over there to track how we're doing as we progress throughout the season. Matt, thanks for joining me this evening. I appreciate you putting in the work here and taking the time away from your family. I appreciate you putting in more of the work. It's been real. It's been fun. It's been nice. Absolutely. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Good luck week three. Goodbye. Goodbye.